Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. people at home! What's up with that? podcast my name is pc tony i am your commissioner and the commissioner of the united states of damn 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 americas and i am joined as always by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never it's him it is him a scientist indeed dpp i mean it's 300 baby we needed a new intro i hope y'all like it well it's it's close uh, to the normal but with some new stuff added in little wrinkles well well done, as usual, DP, and I'm going to do this in chronological order. So, that's right. It is the full-on DWI 300 flagellation. It's going to be the Paramount Premium Pentagonal Podcasting Production. Let's bring him in, the original third member of the DWI podcast, Mike. Woo! Ah, I got you all in check. Mike, welcome back to the show. Welcome to 300. How the heck have you been? I know your hair has been working very hard. 
my my hair is is definitely uh, the best part of this uh, this package right now that you're you're seeing. I, I will yeah, say, the production quality has changed quite a bit from recording in a bar on you know someone's cell phone. Hey, I had a microphone sitting in the middle of that bar. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, okay. All right, yeah. One microphone. I, I sit corrected. <laughs> One 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 mic, three guys. You know, it sounds like a really bad movie. <laughs> well, Mike sure has not lost a step or lost touch with the ambiance of said podcast. Let's bring him in. He is the Velvet Pipes of not only DWI podcast, but the chairshot.com. His mama DP made him mash his MMs. <laughs> mama made me mash my MMs. Proud Papa to be Christopher Platt. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. And you stepped on my gimmick, man. I was actually going to give you a live rendition for 300. You know what I mean? It felt apropos, you know? No one's but, holding I mean, no one, I no mean, one's stopping you. Give me, give me one of those live. With attitude, bitch. Oh, shit. Now you called me out. <clears throat> actually, you me. called you out. Mama made me mash my M&M's. Mama made me mash my M&M's. Mama made me mash my M&M's. Hey, did y'all really start like that, though? Three guys in a mic at a bar with a cell phone? That That's hilarious. I believe. That's close. I believe one of our first episodes was, was tagged. Three guys, one mic man. <laughs> nice uh, like man i like it i don't remember what episode it was but it had to be one of the first like five that's that was kind yeah, of where that... it started it started right over there at that little bar over there with us nice. three sitting around one microphone <laughs> and we will get to all of that shortly but let's bring in the fifth Just, side of this premium pentagonal podcast is chris you want to take a shot there yeah man to the 300 man this kettle one's for y'all congratulations well, we can wait well that could wait for another segment that's going to happen shortly if you kind of give it a minute and a half aj balaz the funky phenomenal and also fresh one is also with us uh you're in second place now as far as hair goes <laughs> yeah i know uh and I had to cut it last year, too, and I had to regrow it back. It has nothing on you, Mike right now. You, yeah, you'd still be in second. even if I'm still be in second yeah. no matter what. Like, you know, you you go hang out with the Mike man now, and people, you're, you're – I could, like – and I said this to him, I think, the first time we went to the bar together at, since he's had his hair super long, is – I could have showed up it naked and no one would have fucking noticed because your hair is sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's real and it's spectacular. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well, all right. Whoa, 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 whoa. I demand a recount in terms of second place. I know it doesn't look like it, but that's because I wet it because I had to go into the office. So it's curled up. But I, I demand a recount. I, I think I can give AJ a run for his money for second place, man. If I pick is there this any, shit out. If I can figure it out. May I see this portion of your head? May you, 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 may you suck my dick? There you go. Third place. <laughs> Speaking of what it is, that why it's, that's why I look shorter? Third place for Christopher Platt. And then I'll just give DP fourth and I'll give take last. So. Long, beautiful hair. <laughs> oh, man. Let's, uh, let's actually get into a toast 
for the 300th episode of the DWI podcast by hitting an old classic. What you drinking? Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. For my beer down the sink, I got more in the trunk. Christopher Platt's going to set off the sprinkler system. <laughs> Joke's on you. I own the motherfucker, bitch. Ain't no sprinklers. Uh, uh, yeah, we got rid of all the safety precautions of this motherfucker. And we're having a baby. There's going to be a fork. There's going to be a There's going to be a fork next to every outlet. You got to learn, man. We're going to we're going to square off every rounded edge. Whole world, man. They got to learn. And there's, and there's no way in hell that that dresser will ever fall over off of that wall. Hey, man. Hey, after 18 years, they're going to be battle tested and they're going to they gonna be ready for the world, okay? <laughs> All right. What you drinking, fellas? I got Miller Lite. I have Screwball as well as usual. I did make it to Brass Tap yesterday and had a couple of beers. One from Toppling Goliath. I don't remember what it's called. And another one called Crom's Beard. And I don't remember who it was from. But I had the chicken sliders, and they were excellent. So that's what I'm drinking. Uh, let's go to the youthful side, Mr. A.J. Belez. I think you're about halfway down with my order, correct? Uh, well, actually, last podcast, I finished the screwball. Okay, so, well, well so done, young pick, man. You belong. <laughs> I had to pick up some rum, so I got a double shot just for today's show. Okay, there we go. I like it. Uh, Chris? I got a White Claw. I got some Kettle One on the rocks here. Shout out to the Whiskey Stones. And I got a shot here that I'm going to shoot to you all, congratulating you for the 300th episode of DWI. That's a hell of an accomplishment, boys, and salute to you all. Seriously. Let's do that. Dan, what are you drinking over there? You also say that like you were the uh, heavy participant in DWI podcast, my friend. Yeah, fourth place, for sure. Fourth place. (laughs) Actually, As we know in semi-pro, fourth place is very good. You can light off the candles. who Who has more episodes, AJ or Chris? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, oh. That's a very good question. I, I would say AJ, because I think he actually made it a calendar year. I, I did not uh, achieve that goal. <laughs> that, I'm bald. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm way past the calendar year. All right. Like so there you go. All right. So, uh, yeah, fourth then. Fourth place there. Uh, I can, I can tell you, I was really hoping that that was going to be a trivia question. But I know exactly it what episode be. AJ started. So I'm going to wait. Ooh. Oh, well. Great, Ooh, he's gonna win. He's gonna win trivia today, <laughs> Mike. Man, I hope you have a pen and a piece of paper somewhere handy because we will be getting to some super fun, phenomenal trivia. Mike, man, uh, DP, are you drinking alcohol? What are you drinking? I am, as a matter of fact. I'll let you know that the Dillonator was off work today, so oh, good for we her. are. So she's uh, drunk already. I've lost count of how many I've had. She's drunk. <laughs> I've had a few. We went to uh, the Hot House over in Menominee Falls there and uh, had some uh, had some was lunch and some cocktails. Was it hot? It was, was it? cool. It was not. It was not muy caliente. We did was not have any hot wings. 
We had... Was there people dancing? It was hot, hot, hot. You got to move your shoulders. It was like not, not, hot, not. Hot, hot. Oh, so either way, I got a vodka lemonade with some. I got a vodka. Uh, I guess a modified vodka press, vodka you lemonade, and club drinking. soda. Tell us what you're drinking. Oh, so okay. There you go. Sounds complicated. Mike, it's not I, uncomfortable. Can you can you tell me what's in it uncomfortable? Fuck no, I can't. <laughs> every 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 alcoholic beverage known to man. Do you know what? Do you remember, Mike? What's in uncomfortable? Do you remember what's, what's in uncomfortable? Is this like an old like Bob Saget roast uh, joke here? <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> like, it? Yeah. like I'll have a John Stamos <laughs> and you know. <laughs> <laughs> drink, drink before we would we would play we or washers before we go out. It was in a big red solo cup filled with ice. It was three shots of Tangeray, two shots of Southern Comfort, and the rest was Monster. It sounds horrible, but it was that's, delightful. That's 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 almost as bad as drinking uh, gin and uh, or, or what were we drinking? Not gin, gin and tonic. And tonic? But, uh, Do they mix? No, 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 no. What were we drinking at uh, coaches for? White tequila. So here's the deal. Oh yeah, white tequila and tonic. Oh gosh. So myself, the Mike man here, Satchel McFlippin's friend of show. We always go to this bar called Coaches. I played softball for them. Their wings are great, and the bartender. Super tall, thin, blonde with, you know, very good-looking woman. And she's serving us these gin and tonics. We're drinking <laughs> gin and tonics, right? And we're drinking them, and we're looking at each other like, does yours taste funny? Is it flat? No, it's not flat. Look at the bubbles. Blah, blah, blah. All right, whatever. You know, she only charges us for one at one, and, you know, out of the three every time. So we're just drinking. Finally, I think Satchel looked over and saw the bottle she was pouring. We were drinking white tequila and tonic. As opposed to gin. Yeah, but not just that one night for like a few weeks. Just <laughs> yeah. Coming back and drinking the same horrendous gin and tonics. Obviously. And... Yeah, we were like 22, so that happened. So when, but when, when for, did the monster get into the, the, the equation? Because all no, I, I can imagine... That, that's my thing. Yeah, because all I could imagine is your heart's pounding out your chest like Pepe Le Pew when he sees some nice pussy. Like, that's all I can imagine right now. <laughs> it's amazing none of y'all had heart attacks. It wasn't, it was me. I'm the only one that drank them. They just tried them once in a while. DP would have one once in a while, but I was a lot harder to handle back then. Uh, Mike, man, say you're going to have a drink tonight. What would you be drinking? Oh, I will definitely be drinking tonight. Um, that'll probably be my usual Spotted Cow or Moon Man. Ooh, there you go. From the new Glarus of Baruing. Mm. All right. Well, let's get into it, Dan, and let everybody know what's happening this week. On the perfect bowling game episode of the DWI podcast. Well, we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. Who knows this? She. So y'all just playing all the hits. I mean, for three hundred, you got to play all the hits, right? Well, exactly. What else are we gonna do? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Not even. No. Playing all, there, there's so many more stuff I no. could draw from if I needed to. Here, uh, we're not, we're not. Uh, uh, some things are safe for some people now. We can't even use them all the time. I was so gonna say, if, if Demarco would have made two ninety nine, we would have played another one of the hits, but we he didn't make it. So yeah, you hear that, Greg? Fucked yeah. up on that one. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. Hey, the, <laughs> hey, there, there's a there's a new <laughs> grind in the E though, so y'all can run that shit back. You know what I mean? That's true. 
Yeah, it's a new brand. That's true. They're just yeah. going to recycle the music? I hope they do. That'd be great. <laughs> they, I, mean, no, I can already tell you they did it, and Ron, they pissed me off. Right? Ron Breaker, right? Ron Breaker. Yes. Yes. Well, Braun, you could do instead of bronze instead of Strowman's favorites, we could do bronze breaker. <laughs> breaker, hate hate break. I don't know. We'll figure out All something. Right. I'm, just not... trip, I'm, I'm just tripping on, on uh, Chris Hemsworth over here, man, with that luxurious. You're slowly trying to truly starting to truly realize he's sitting naked at the bar, going unnoticed next to the hair on the next stool, right? <laughs> you're like at first you're like, "How can you naked guy?" That's kind of funny, but now you're just like, "Whoa, yeah." Everything else around me is... You, you, you ain't got a shot, and the problem is he can't even uh, partake in the plethora of pussy those locks are going to draw. And you're just sitting here like, hey, single guy here, hello, I'm here, I'm tall. <laughs> Size 12. Anyway, uh, this on the 300th episode of the DWI podcast, we're going to talk about getting to 300 episodes, and and my favorite thing that's happened podcasting this year is getting all five members right here for one show. We did the 299 Spectacular, but I wanted 300 to just kind of be in-house. So we're going to talk a little bit about the history of the DWI podcast and the chronological order of all five members. Uh, we're going to talk Survivor Series card, which is nice because there's a little bit of wrestling to talk there. We're going to get into trivia because you got to have trivia. And a last call, one more what-if from the Mike man who's coming up with it on the fly as we speak. He's thinking about it. I know he likes the idea. He's a very, very intelligent wrestling fan, still follows the product. So I imagine it'll be one of our best what-ifs yet. Christopher Platt, if you don't mind getting the 300th episode a-going. By all means, DPP, it's 300, man. We got to do it big, baby. We got yeah. to do it big and keep it official like a referee's whistle, baby. I'll see what I can <clears> do, man. Without further ado, DPP, ring the bell. All right, gentlemen, 300 episodes, pretty cool. Um, I mean, I, it's not as cool as 100 or 200. Um, and I, you know, 350, 400, 450 will be great. I guess now we're officially on the road to 500, which will be super fucking awesome. And I know we're going to get there. Um, Mike, do you remember the very first meeting or me the very first time I mentioned wanting to do this and, and where we were and what it was kind of going to be and what had just happened to the world of wrestling? Mike, do you remember? If If memory serves correct, and I think it does, we were at the rehearsal dinner for <laughs> My man. Were we uh, not? Yep, yep, yep. Go we, ahead, we keep were, going. I don't know how many cocktails deep already in that. A lot. And, <laughs> yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. This and, is uh, this is the time where you go, we should open a bar. Yeah. Well, yeah, like all like all great <laughs> ideas are generally born at that point in time. After you've had way too many, we should either get a tattoo or start a podcast or something. And, you know, <laughs> what the hell? And, and if I if I recall, we were talking about like our original intent was going to just be doing rewatches like the network, I think, had just launched like earlier that year. Um, and it was all about, man, I can go back now and watch, you know, I watched SummerSlam 88 last night. 
You guys remember that? Sweet. And sadly, we all did. You know, I love SummerSlam and like, what if, what if we just got together like a book of the month club in, in some ways to just talk about, okay, it's your turn. Pick a pay-per-view. Then we'll get together and we'll talk about it. And I think that's kind of where the, uh, that first ever episode kicked off at, uh, oh shit. I can't remember the name of the bar, but we just sat there at a, at a Cleveland table, pub. Cleveland pub. Yeah. Got drinks. Everybody did their homework, watched, uh, watched the show and, and then just kind of ran through match by match and a little bit of commentary we added to it. Then I thought it would last three or four weeks and that'd be that. So the first year was one episode a month. Um, it's we've we've been going for seven years on DWI and then we picked up and then we started getting going and um, then Mike had kept adding addition after addition after addition to his family and wasn't making it as often as he could and I think he was in on like nine eight or nine of the first twelve episodes in the first year and then started not being able to obviously make it every week and so Christopher comes into our lives. And Christopher, go ahead and tell, you know, the, you know, the heart, me and hardcore kind of found each other on Twitter and go ahead and go through all of that and what you were doing and things of that nature. And then how your show was, you know, you, you, you had told me your show was done. And I said, Dan, well, come on now and take it. Go ahead and tell that story. I mean, you pretty much summed it up, man. What else can I add? I mean. Uh, the the origins are, are kind of similar to you all's origins. We were sitting around getting drunk. We were actually at WrestleMania 31, the one out in Santa Clara. Danny and I had already known each other. I actually met Danny through Amber because they worked together in Bloomington, and then they both ended up moving out to Arizona. And then when she met me, she said, hey, I got this guy I work with. He's really cool, and he's into wrestling like you are. You guys should meet. And we met at this Mexican restaurant, man, and we sat there and we closed the shit down, just talking about wrestling and taking shots all night. You know what I mean? So it was, it, it just clicked. It, it felt good and it just clicked. So fast forward to WrestleMania 31. It was the first time that we, I had ever went to WrestleMania. That's where I meet Big John Brock. And we're sitting outside in the courtyard of the uh, WrestleCon Hotel. And, you know, we got, we're all marks. So we got all these marks around and we're just, you know, shooting the shit, chopping it up, drinking. You know, you look up, oh, shit, there's Sabu. Oh, shit, there's Road Warrior Animal. Oh, shit, there's Devon Dudley. Like, you know what I mean? Which is one of the cool things about going to a WrestleMania like that. And Danny just says, hey, man, we should call this, a, we should make this a podcast. So we started the Wrestling Happy Hour. And, yes, I actually met you all through Danny. He reached out to you guys. I think, it, it, you know, I drink a lot. So if I'm wrong, please feel free to step in and correct me. But I believe that Danny and I were supposed to come on DWI. For some reason, Danny couldn't make it or whatever, whatever. I still came on. We had a ball. We clicked instantly. And then you guys came on our show. I think we did like a, a Royal Rumble review or some shit like that. And you, you came on there. And, you know, we, we we kept going on. And I would come on from time to time. You guys would always welcome me on. And then, you know, the Wrestling Happy Hour met its demise. And I, I kind of threw a innocuous tweet out there. Because by this time we were, you know, tweeting and, you know, we had started to, you and I, Tony, we had started to develop our friendship. And I told you, hey, I'm a free agent. And you said, hold on. <laughs> you said, hold on. And you hollered at Dan. And then we had a conversation. And, yeah, it just kind of took off from there, man. Um, and I, 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 only, I, only, I only took the time to message and call Dan for, you know, uh, I was going to say that conversation lasted about three seconds. 
Yeah. <laughs> I it, was an easy, it was an easy answer, my I, friend. I, and I could have just went and done it without him, but at the time I was like, well, hold on. Let's just have real quick. And he's like, oh, yeah. So <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Uh, Hardcore found me on Twitter, uh, direct message the DWI Twitter feed to follow us at podcast DWI on the Twitter. Uh, and it was like, you guys are like our, our podcast spirit animal or something because we both had to do with alcohol, right? So, so that was easy pick. It was nice to have Hardcore on the WrestleMania series we did. Yes, um, yes. Mania Madness last year. Check that out. It's still there for you to listen to. Real quick, I got to tell this story, man. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. Because oh. I, I told you guys, you know, in our Sorry. pre-show meeting. But I, fuck it, man. I'm, I'm going to spill the beans here now. Yeah. Chairshot.com. <laughs> Always use your head. So that with Hardcore... Yeah, that's me. Don't ever interrupt me with me, me again. But no, DannyShots.com. Always use your head. Yeah, I don't walked into that one. You walked into don't all bring of this. You definitely did. I don't even have my no button here. But no, just real quick, man. So, you know, Danny told me about you guys. Like, hey, we, you know, we're going to start collaborating, blah, 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 blah. And we're the Wrestling Happy Hour. You guys are DWI. So I, I looked at Danny. I said... Who the fuck are these motherfuckers still in our gimmick? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I thought yeah. it was funny. And, and now, and here, now we here you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, other things would, would happen outside of the DWI podcast involving myself and Christopher and, and a bigger Belaz. Um, the, the tumultuous pot is war. Who knows if maybe there'll ever be another episode of pot is war again. I would, I would bet on yes. Little insider baseball. Um, shout out but, to Andrew though. That's my man's man. Shout out to Andrew for real. Uh, that would not be on the show any longer. Not to any fault of his own. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is, is, is before we even pick back up a third member for the DWI podcast, Pot is War has already started back up again, <laughs> and 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 trucking right along, and uh, yeah, that shows that shows going to come back. I'd put some money Mike, down on it. Mike, uh, Mike, are are you a baseball fan, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay, so PC Tunney is basically my George Steinbrenner to his Billy Martin. That's how this goes. <laughs> I'm tiring you and firing you. Yeah. <laughs> I know Platt was really hoping he could slide that reference in somewhere here on the 300th oh, yeah. edition oh, of yeah. the DWF podcast. So while Pot is War would be going on, B.O.B., Bob here, brother of balls, was always around and always very knowledgeable and always willing to come on for a fun special segment. I think I kept we kept yelling at Andrew to, to he would mention you and we'd be like, well, here, give him the headset or something. And finally he did. And you came on and 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 then you would just jump in here and there like every other episode. And then it was basically like every episode, which was great. And I'm thinking like, OK. That's it. Hey, Dan. Remember the last time I asked you about this? <laughs> and before I could even get it out, you know, I'm pretty sure he knew and yeah. was already said yes. So again, that um, conversation it was, only it, had to take three it, seconds. <laughs> it was great to get you on the podcast where I feel like, you know, you're just starting with podcasting and jumping in where you did on the show. 
it was like I feel like there probably wasn't a lot of pressure because it's a really easy show to do. Do you know what I'm saying? And and it's kind of the um, a tribute to the whole Chairshot Radio Network, Chairshot.com, the family that we have that everybody's really cool and we work with people that we like to work with. So we were thrilled. You added a younger aspect, you know, uh, to the show as far as a viewpoint on wrestling and pop culture, which is phenomenal. No, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> and you just, you, you groove so fast. Like, you know, I mean, everybody has the same, like go back and listen to the first episode, go back and listen to my mission statement for the DWI podcast for the first episode is just cringe worthy hilarious <laughs> material but and uh i don't know tell me in your words how you feel about you know like your experience starting up i mean now you're a seasoned pro you go to mlw and do backstage interviews with multiple stars i wouldn't imagine you know you're probably going to have many more yeah, I, I bet you're going to have a big collection of those, to be honest with you, and you're going to be able Probably. to go and talk to a lot of different stars because you're a very young, talented young man. Yeah, probably. We're already working on two with their last two that they had, Fightland and War Chamber. But um, <clears throat> so to peel back a little more of my curtain, I had a couple of buddies on YouTube try to make a, a wrestling podcast, and if they wanted any random dumb advice... Before I was phenomenal, AJB, I was, I don't even remember the stupid title that I was given. I always had a beer in my hand. So I was called the German drunken bastard of yesterday's tomorrow. Because <laughs> I was always drinking and I was always cursing up a storm. Because this was around when Brock Lesnar just tore like the gate during Hell in a Cell. And he just killed Braun Strowman and, and Roman Reigns. And I'm like, what the? I thought this was supposed to be a no disqualification match and they just fucking ended in a no contest. What is this? And it's like, ah, there's the German drunken bastard coming out. So that was, that was short lived. That died right away. And then, then, like you said, on pot is war. It was, I think Jericho just came out with a little bit of the bubbly. Yes. You and Platt. So Platt, the champagne yeah so platt's like going through and he's like i don't know how to how to get this and anything like that and i just i'm like hey hey drew can i just take the headset real quick all right so this is what you got to do i just flipped it so it was like i was 18 there or 21 there we go boom got the alcohol we all got it shipped out we all drank it when we finally got in december that year and then i get a message from both tunny and andrew at the same time saying so DWI needs a third. And I'm like, all right, I'm listening. Do you want to be on it? Oh, oh, that was it? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give it a try and whatnot. So Dan, for your, for your trivia question, DWI episode 217. I came on, and then the rest, as we say, is history. These guys wanted to make a little joke. Is, is that it? Yep. AJ's debut, 217. Name Jericho's promo takes flight. Episode 217. There you go. I like it. I like it. So so So, then we were just drinking, having a good time. You told me come up with a thing, so now we got trivia every week. And the rest is a drunken blur. Yeah, and I got to say, it's really been awesome to see our listenership grow. 
um, over the years, and especially recently. Um, we've been hitting some really, really cool numbers here, and a lot of people have continued with the show and continue to listen with a lot of support, especially from one Greg DeMarco. And when Greg DeMarco tells you he's a fan of the show and listens to the show, Greg listens to every single episode of this show because I get text messages from him all the time about shit that you couldn't just scroll through. You'd have to listen to the whole show to do it. So, Greg, thanks for being a listener, uh, along with all the other people that listen to this show. And I'm going to get to all the thank yous at the end on the people that have come on here, some of the great people we've got to interview um, just because of the platform that we've created. And there's been a lot of people along the way that have helped us build that platform especially locally and we will get to that but for now memory lane is approaching the cul-de-sac of a dead end so we're gonna flip it in reverse head back out to pro wrestling land right after this commercial and get into the survivor series card you're listening to the 300th episode of the dwi podcast right here on Chairshot radio network a part of the chairshot.com where we encourage you to enjoy your day the Chairshot way by always Using your head? Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. And use your heads, we shall, we ask, we insist, we implore upon you. The holiday season is upon us. Next week is Turkey Day. After that, the Christmas season comes up. And what better gift, what better stocking stuffer can you find than by going to your favorite website with news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude and supporting it? So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Pick up an official Chair Shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. Hey, you don't know what you're going to get Grandma Gummy this year? I bet you she a Christian. Why don't you mess around and get her a Jesus did the job shirt? She ain't got to know that shit got anything to do with wrestling. She going to see Jesus and she going, oh, or ah, praise Jesus, whatever, whatever. You can get her that one. 
the bottom line is you got that cousin coming home from college that you might not have seen in like 18 months because of the pandemic. They're going to just randomly show up because wherever there's food, there's going to be college kids. So go ahead and pick up a shirt for them. Get hashtag journalism. You know, they're in college. They're rebelling against the system, you know. And what better way to rebel against the system than a good old-fashioned dose of capitalism? Again, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And by perusing ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, I guarantee at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, not only will you find a shirt that you find aesthetically pleasing and pleasing to the eyes, the ears, and all the other four senses. I don't really know how the smell thing works, but I bet it smells pretty well, especially if you spray a little cologne on there. But either way, you're going to find something you love, and you're going to find something for that loved one in your life that you love because they're family. You might not necessarily like them. Hell, you might not even talk to them, but you know they're going to be there around the holiday season, and you got to get them something. So why not get them something from ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Not only will you be doing a solid for your family that you're lukewarm on, you're also going to be supporting the movement. Because remember, the chairshot.com, we are not just a website, we're a movement. I seen what you did there. Uh, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, put in promo code Hooker Cruise. And you might get 20% off. And even if you don't, if you can find yourself a hooker cruise, hey, man, I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Not only would you end up with some good pussy, some chlamydia, a little bit of syphilis, but you'll also have a hell of a story coming off that cruise. All right? If you pay enough, you might get 20% off. Yeah, well, there you go. If you'd like to know where the hooker cruise reference comes from, please listen to Three Man Weave this week on Terror Shot Radio Network. Now back to DWI podcast number 300. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Survivor Series, gentlemen. Much like Platt, in fourth place in the Big Four, I think, in all of our opinions. No. This shit ain't even Big Four anymore, man. Money in the bank has taken over the Survivor Series spot. Thoughts on that, guys, Ooh. around the world? Where's my? Here we go. There. Ooh, here we go. That, but I do. And it's as Platt absolutely... always says, I can smoke a bag of that. Wow, look at you getting over. <laughs> I mean, right, let me run down, t- down the. It's certainly not a tentpole <clears throat> event anymore. Let's put it that way. If well, they could make we, it, well, they could. Yeah, we've harped on we've this been there. too. We've talked about how it can be better. It's placement in the WWE calendar year where the draft is impactful and free agency and things of that nature. I don't really want to get into all that. I I agree with Platt that it's really lost its luster. If you say there's just four, it's easily fourth. Uh, You know, WrestleMania and Royal Rumble are, are, are obviously one and two in, in a large majority of people's minds. And SummerSlam just seems to have more cachet definitely than Survivor Series. Nonetheless, as we talk up this card, heading into talking about this card, unfortunately, not really. Uh, let me run down the card real quick here. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Men's and women's matches. Boy, I really don't want to name all these people. You can go check it out for yourself. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Biggie versus Roman. RK Bro versus The Usos. Damian Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Let's talk about the format. And, Mike, I want to start with you. Uh how do you feel about this where, you know, it's not 
all Survivor Series matches and then a, a couple of title fights. It's basically brand versus brand with two Survivor Series matches and then just kind of champion versus champion, which kind of doesn't lead us to a long-term storyline, does it? I don't. What are your thoughts here on the format recently for Survivor Series? Not at all a fan of the change. I What made Survivor Series unique is the fact that it was nothing but these team matches. It was that one thing, one time a year, completely different from every other format of show you had. And it used to be on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and I want that to come back. Hey, that's a great point right there. I mean, you talk about AEW utilizing Saturday and things of that nature. I, I think we've talked about that for years, and, and the Super Bowl as well. We've talked about, you know, get that fucker on a Saturday. So, um, anybody else thoughts on the format here? Any little tweaks they could make that are actually plausible for them to make? Because you know they're not going to really change this up because the brands aren't going anywhere. Have more of a... Sorry, Vlad, I saw you jumping in there. <laughs> Have more... You know, we always used to have like what a week or two before you know the invasion of raw to smackdown or whatever you know people would start to jump over brand to brand to have the fight start to happen between the two uh we didn't have that this year other than like the usos i think coming over that was it as far as i know well you had the you had the individual titleists from each brand kind of co-mingling leading up oh, to this a little yeah, bit on certain platforms but that was about it you're right like you don't yeah the fighting is in between is is within the team not with the other team yeah the brand supremacy the whole brand fighting is seems to be gone like you could do a little more of that i would say you know if you want to make it barring everything else that we talk about you know with with the how bad it's set up like okay then give me a few weeks of them all brand fighting and all that kind of shit give me a little more is anybody surprised they haven't assigned Sonya to one brand and Pierce to another? Yes. N- not at all. And, hey, a Hill authority figures. Hey, that's hasn't been done before. That sounds like an original and fresh idea. Hey, all right, let's do it. <sighs> Give me a break. <laughs> AJ, jump in here. I got nothing, because even if we try to say, like, oh, yeah, they can do heels and faces like they used to a while ago, then we're not. They, they they tried making it team supremacy for or brand supremacy for a while now. Bragging rights had a better shot at doing that when that was a pay per view for a one off. At least there was a title and like a little cup or whatever in it, and at least the ring ropes also look cool because they were half blue, half red. All right, uh, my fault, Tony. Just real quick, Xavier Woods actually got don't, on social wait, media. Wait, hold on. No, don't don't start apologizing to me. You know, like you actually are apologizing just because it's the three hundredth episode. Like, just talk. Like, come on now. Let's get rid of the let's get rid of the whoop de doo of the three hundred. I mean, <laughs> when do you ever apologize for cutting me off? Well, I've never had the God of Thunder on a show either, man. So I'm trying to show a little bit of decor, okay? So, <laughs> sadly, I got more of the uh, the bro Thor physique as opposed to the regular Thor physique. But you know, we, we, we yeah, all he's got Loki's body Thor and Thor's hair. Yeah, I was about to say I got like the Loki hair going on a little bit. If I don't comb it, it actually gets all raggedy and shit. 
So so does mine actually. If I don't pick it out, it starts to knot up like dreadlocks, and yeah, that's not that's very unpleasant when I go to the barbershop and they gotta pick that shit out, and my head is just flying back and forth as they're picking it out, and I'm I'm breaking the teeth off of their picks, but that's neither here nor there. Them black guy problems, y'all know nothing about that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> every month that Ray's barbershop is Christopher Platt, real life bobblehead day. So you call me the feds, you can just call me Agent Colson, and I'm starting to bring in the rest of the Avengers over here. I got. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Xavier Woods threw out some interesting ideas to make this the Survivor Series uh, team matches mean something. One of the ideas he threw out there is the losing team gets the first five spots in the Royal Rumble and the winning team gets the last five spots. It's a good idea. I don't necessarily like it because I like the element of surprise when it comes to the Rumble. But I mean, it's something. They, they got to do something. Maybe the winning team main events wrestlemania that year which that doesn't work anymore either because wrestlemania is a two-night event now so i mean there's got to be something they could do to make we, these matches mean something but the fact of the matter is they don't give a shit they they don't they don't give a shit dan and i already have the idea of what to do you you should have a draft you should have the wwe draft after survivor series that way the, they they get the first pick or raw or smackdown get the first pick you have to have separate general managers and after wrestlemania you have a transfer window and that would go over huge in europe yeah yes daniel i worked it out i worked out the math the architect worked out the uh, math go figure the math the science of the, the, the here we go the mathematic scientist worked it out huh the transfer window so the the draft so after survivor series you get your draft picks for NXT. That happens in December before the Royal Rumble. Between the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania is the draft window, which means you can open up everything for you can have whatever matches you want set up to get to WrestleMania. And then as soon as as soon as the Raw after rest the Raw after WrestleMania is the end of the transfer window. You can ring your bell. <laughs> Yeah, and the fu- the funny <laughs> thing is, episodes actually, and the funny thing is, and I know Tony, we're about to break down the card here, but if you look at these matches, even though the the build for this for all of these matches has been cold as Eskimo pussy in February, if you go up and down Jesus. this card, there are some interesting yeah. matchups happening, and, and I mean. Of catch up with white gloves, yeah. I'm just saying, from a wrestling standpoint, <laughs> this should be a pretty good shoot. Well, let's get into Great. it. What match? I mean, what match that makes your nipples want to cut some glass? I mean, obviously, <laughs> it's probably what? what? You're excited. Feel these nipples. Yeah, buddy. Is it Becky versus Charlotte? Is it Biggie oh. versus Roman? I'll play Soul with you, Becky. Yeah, me too. Uh, Damian Priest and Shinsuke Nakamura. I, I, I'm kind of looking for. I hope that match gets some time. Mike, what are you what are you looking forward to? I know you still follow the product. You know what's going on current day. Uh, Any thing that's uh, you know cranking your cheese wheel here? <laughs> you know, I I I am yeah, uh, brother. Recently, a convert to uh, Roman Reigns. I, I think I'm starting to see what the general saw in him years and years and years ago. Maybe it's the hair. I don't know. General Maybe. saw. Uh, I'm, I'm just a, a big fan. There we go. Now we got all the we got all the Greenfield boys in there that have been on the podcast. So. Yeah. The general and Satchel. There you go. Keep going, Mike. I, 
I really look forward to uh, to seeing to seeing Roman week in week out. I really like what he's been doing. I think he's been been carrying things really well. Um, and this coming from a guy who just couldn't hate him enough a couple of years ago. They just found that perfect mouthpiece with Paul Heyman. Like it's just that thing that he just needed, that little bit there that just gave him a little bit different edge. And now it's like, oh man, I can't get me enough Roman. It's easily the most followed probably the best storyline in professional wrestling over the last few months. AJ, how about you? Thoughts on this card match you're looking forward to? Well, the match I'm looking most forward to is the one that you brought up, Priest versus Shinsuke. That that should definitely get at least 15-plus minutes on its own. Damien's really good. Shinsuke is Shinsuke. Can't really say that much about him, but... Roman and Big E, that should also be a good match, too. I can I could probably see Big E trying to counter a spear into a big ending or something like that. Oh, come on. Acknowledge him. We probably know Reigns is going to win here. Uh, yeah, all right, round the horn. Uh, you know, is is Roman Reigns going... Well, let, I mean, well, let's... Hold on, let's wait. We'll get predictions here at the end. Um... Dan, thought on the matches here? You know, not looking forward to either of the two elimination matches, which really sucks because I know we, that's what we talked about. You know, that was what made Survivor Series unique was to have these different types of matches that you only got to see. I just feel like they're, you know, the, the men's side is just so worn out and the women's side almost seems kind of, you know, logical as to what they're going to do. So... Definitely looking forward to the singles matches. I think they're going to be good regardless. Lynch and Flair, just with everything that's been going on, I think it's going to be really good. Big E and Roman, I'm with you, Mike, man. Like, just everything Roman's been doing has been awesome. They they figured it out. You know, they got it to the right spot where they need to be with him. I think that's going to be a good match. I love Riddle and Orton. I am, I, I just, I don't know how good that match is going to be, but I love watching Riddle try and be... Uh, Chester and Spike, you know, with, with Randy Orton, I think it's just fantastic. It's so fun to watch. And anything with Nakamura, goddammit, is going to be a good match. And Priest is good. Like, I remember Rollins and Nakamura did this at Survivor Series as well with the IC and the United States titles. Just phenomenal. It's just awesome. Uh, so I think that's going to be a really good match. And just it's another opportunity for Priest to just show how damn good he is. And I really hope, you know, he, he takes that next step very soon honestly. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to more of the singles matches than I am the, the elimination matches PC. All right, here we go. Predictions around the horn team. Raw Seth rounds, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin theory with MVP versus SmackDown. Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King woods, happy Corbin and ricochet or Cesaro or Sheamus or Jinder Mahal, hopefully Jinder Mahal. Um, Raw or SmackDown on the men's side, round the horn. Who you got, AJ? Uh, Team SmackDown, they have King Woods. Baby! I'm going Team Raw with Seth Rollins as the sole survivor because we got to heat him up for Big E. All right, I like that a lot. Mike Mann. I'm going with SmackDown. Architect. Uh, for reasons for the next elimination match, I got to go with SmackDown. I think uh, King Woods just keep his role going. 
I think King Woods and Drew McIntyre will stand tall as the final survivors. And I, I firmly believe that Team Future will win this this between the men and the, the excuse, two excuse sides me. on the men. Excuse me? Yep. I strong feeling towards Team Future. What? Uh, Team Schnitzes. What? Dwayne Schnitzes. Uh, shout out to my main man, Dwayne Schnitzes. Dwayne Schnitzes. Uh, is that, isn't that, didn't you play for the, the Pacers Dwayne, back in the day? Be, that might be yeah, the you... second ever Ahmad Rashad uh, fucking uh, call out here. In, in, like my main man. My main man, Dwayne Schnitzes. You, you, you got to get a better main man, bro. Like, he lasted six quarters in the NBA. <laughs> it's like my main man, John Konkak. The cack attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would rock a John Kerkak throwback jersey. I would. Oh, baby. <laughs> what do you think, baby? Come back to my place. I got a nice balcony. We'll have some wine. Sit outside. Come back in. Maybe we get our Konkak on. I don't know. Either a John Konkak or a uh, Al Bundy Popeye. Four touchdowns in one game, throwback. Four touchdowns in one game. You know, it was the anniversary of that, oh, game, that game just buddy. the other day. Was. Oh, boy. Why has nobody ever Are... pulled out the Pokai throwback jersey? Like, that was a thing in the, you know, in the early aughts, you know? Eric, your mic's got it right there. The mic, <laughs> yeah, Four Mike's got it right next to the naked doll he's got hanging game. out there. One game. Boy, <laughs> Peck Bundy did quite well for herself after Married with Children, didn't she, with the number of shows that she's on? I mean, she's on everything now, yeah. And still yeah. doable. I'm rocking it. Better Alex than Robert better than Turner. Married with Children. No, she was bad at Married with Children. <laughs> she's always had them things thinking. You looking at oh, that, yeah, that red, bouffant hair. Like, them things was always I, thinking, man. Yeah, things were thinking. That's a true story. That's a true story. <laughs> it's enough to make me Whoa, wanna, look at those my gumbos. Yeah, let's just take a gumbo dance break. I have no idea what's happening. You need to sit back. It's time for the white guys. I, I'm just assuming this is all perfectly normal because I haven't been on one of these in a while. I just, this is how every episode goes, right? Mike, I'm with you, man. What the hell is happening right now? I love boobies. It was a dance break. Ever had a dance break before? You don't know who Carmella is? And R-Truth, dance break? You want another one? No, please no. No, no. Please don't turn off this show. I promise it's going to get good. Please don't turn it off. Bear with us right now, listener. Please and thank you. Bear with us. Checking Don't to see if there's a way I can send out a silver alert here for PC Tunny right now. <laughs> Someone come Damn, save him. Three in a row! <laughs> Is this Goldberg? No more Bill of Life for you, Tunny. Like, you know. By the way, DP, that was one. Go water down water to get you so inebriated, right? That's two. That's two. Uh, come on. Over there. <laughs> Guess how many boobs I saw today, Marge? Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do we really got to go through the rest of this card? Say yeah. what you got to say about it. Survivor Series. Let's get to the best part of the show and why people actually listen, huh? What do you say? Last last thoughts around the horn. Survivor Series. I say, great wrestling card. Doesn't mean a goddamn thing as far as storylines go. Damn. I think 
they will try their best to build some kind of storylines into some of these because well, I said SmackDown's going to win the men's. I think Liv Morgan will be the sole survivor on the women's side and win Team Ross because she's the one coming up against Becky Lynch. So it aligns with what Chris is saying on the men's side for Seth. Yeah, I think it's going to go that way for that for that one. Uh, you know, the other ones are just going to be a good showcase of their of wrestling talent, which is going to be awesome. So I, I th- I'm really looking forward to that. I I I really I guess I'm hoping that Biggie and Roman Reigns is going to basically end in a no contest because Brock Lesnar is going to come back and unleash hell on everybody in that damn ring. I'm really hoping that happens because I think they need to do something spectacular or something grandiose to make this meaningful because they don't have any reason for it. I think he comes back. Spell grandiose. G-R-andios. Nailed it. Sounds right to me. Nailed it. Sounds about right. Yep. Yep. In the winner of the DWI spelling bee... DP. Y'all should have started the show with that, by the way. What happened, Chris? I said y'all should have started the show with that, with the the old Tonight Show Johnny Carson theme, for real. Uh Welcome to DWI number 300. Welcome to DWI 300. You're kidding me, right? You guys are totally kidding me right now. Is what does this closer? sound like? And now the DWI 299 Spectacular! Go, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a live for today kind of guy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that's our you know assessment of what's going to happen on the Survivor Series. Let's go to a commercial and come back for the reason the ratings are so good here on the DWI podcast. It's trivia. Get your thinking caps on. You're listening to DWI podcast number 300 on the Chairshot Radio Network. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. because he gets to crack another beer. I also thought that the first episode that I did trivia, I thought it was a great idea just doing the one, two, three kids since the kid's the one that's doing it. And it's usually three questions. 
Usually. Typically. It's three questions, but it's never always just three points. That's correct. Much like yeah, this yeah, one. Do I got points? Do I get a point? No. Whatever you, say, Aust- hey, whatever you say, Austin Theory, do you think? Like, man, you're going to need a pen or pencil and piece of you, paper for this. You see it, Dan. You see it, don't oh. you? Tell the truth. You see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Not again. you got to shit me. Not again. <laughs> penis right here. No. Come on. You come on. Penis mightier. He still has not found. You gotta be that not pen. again. It ate another. It's carrying another fucking pen. Oh, it up. no. Well, if you want Trebek, what matters is does it work? Well, it really might. You're my penis shit. man. Because I've ordered devices like better? that before. Wasted to pretty like penny. I don't mind telling you. And if the penis might here really works, I'll order a dozen. What y'all like better for PC, Tuddy? Uh, pen can't find or pen incompetent? I, I don't pen know. Pen conundrum. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Pen, pen conundrum. Pen there conundrum. we go. There we go. Ring the bell. Well, I got my. This is the third pen in like two weeks now. Oh boy. <clears throat> it shouldn't be that hard to find a pen in your house, man. It's, it's not that in hard. my chair. There's two yeah, pens. If you want to find a chair. bunch of them, just look under your chair. I bet you there's a shitload of them. Oh my yeah. god. The- Oh, no, Mike, you missed it last week. He was literally tearing apart his chair. He took it off the stand. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, sorry. He was taking it off the stand. He was ripping it around. Yeah, had to take it apart like Legos with no instructions. And you know know his his temper, Mike, so you know he was legit half high. Yeah. 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 That's how we started the show. Where's the fucking pen? You see, you see Mike Man, you can tell Mike Man's in a basement. What you can't tell is that it's PC's basement. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, but I could probably walk over to Mike's house before my Skype feed goes out. <laughs> you probably could. That, that, or, that or find your pen. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Ask the question, clown. <laughs> All right. Then. I'll let go just... Prick his uh, finger with a pen and just write it in blood. You know what I mean? I that, that, that's it all brand. Literally, literally happened again. I'm, oh, man. You okay, did let's not just, just keep that pen. I've done it again. No. Oh, no. I mean, like today, I have the third one here. Just keep going. All right, fine. All right, Mike, man, I'll let you choose door number one, door number two, or door number three. I will go with door number three. Blink fart, Dale. <laughs> All right. Door number three, and it's my question about the number 300 for the 300th episode. Bowling. Just the WWE Championship alone. Just not the Universal, not Big Gold. How many different wrestlers held it for 300-plus days? Do we got to name them, too? Not just the number. <laughs> oh, come on. Point a piece? What? No, we already had the big time giant trivia last week. No. Don't yell at me. The music's starting. It's over. The WWF? WWWF? Or just the yes, WWE? All, everything that WWE lists. So the WWWF, the WWF, WWE. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, I got my answer. Uh, I don't know I if I, I over. I think I way overbid. Well, well, maybe not. Everybody, Everybody got theirs written down. Mike, man, you got to put it on the screen. That's the dems the rules. Oh, he listed them all. Well done. I went way over. I feel like <laughs> I went way over. I, shit, I, I, think, I feel like I went. Is up. it close without going over? Can anybody even see what I'm doing? Can't yeah, I see him. AJ, you're, AJ, you're muted. Oh, AJ muted himself. He was so excited. I was, but the closest without going over was actually Platt with seven. It's actually nine. Oh, nine. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Can I? Can I try to list them? Sure, well, go punk, for it. Okay, I got, I got, whoa, whoa, I got Bruno, Hulk, Punk, Pedro, Backlund, Graham, Cena, Savage. Graham's not right. Mm. Neither Savage. Graham is not. Graham was off by four days. Oh, goddamn. Savage is wrong. Diesel, Hogan, Styles, Savage, Cena, Punk, Backlund, Pedro, uh, and San Martino. Mm. Fuck. That fucking sucked. <laughs> Agreed. Do I get a point? Wait, that's a correct answer, no. PC. Do I get a point? <laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> closest without going over, I guess. Yeah, closest without going over. You got it. Go over. This is total BS. All right, Dan. One or two? I already know your answer. Deuce me. Love a good deuce. I gotta by, take by a deuce on the three hundredth episode. By the way, Mike, win, lose, or draw, the, the, the point and moral of this game is to make sure that Tunney finishes butt naked last. So <laughs> yes. we're all in this together. Fair enough. Fair enough. I won this game more than anybody else, though. I can tell you that. Hilariously enough, that is also... No, that is true. <laughs> Even though you started with an 0-4 record. It gave me all fucking fucking melon fuckers. Fucking, yeah, melon fuckers, not farmers. You're not even good enough to farm them. You just come along and fuck them. Melon that, that fuckers. Kinda, that kind of defeats the purpose of the title, sir. You might as well just say motherfucker. <laughs> I like melon. <laughs> well, we all like melons on here. We were melons. just talking about... <laughs> we were talking about Peggy from uh, Married with Children. Anyway, so good deuce... Who has the shortest reign as United States champion? I'm also including WCW and NWA in this. So who has the shortest reign as the United States champion? And if Tony doesn't get this one right, then he's not going to get the other one right. I can just say that now. What? The fuck does that mean? What that means? Because I can tell you... I can tell you right now, the next one's an impact question. It's total BS! There it is! Fuck if I know. Somebody woman was yelling in the background. Wasn't mine. <laughs> mine closed the door, so she can't hear me. Alright, so the wrestler who has the shortest reign. Oh. Platt says David Flair. That's, that's, oh. that's a good guess. Dan says Angle. Tony says Big Show. Mike, you got an answer? <laughs> Sweet. Honky. Honky uh, talk, man. Did he ever have it? I, don't, I, I don't feel like he, he should have been the shortest after he, you know, 
claimed to be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, or well, greatest Intercontinental Champion. Sadly, none of those were correct. It was actually Raven when he was in WCW. He held it for a day and he lost it to Goldberg, actually. There's three. Wow, that's three. <laughs> Still longer than Honky Tonk Man was champion, so. I mean. <laughs> All right, out with this show. <laughs> All right, and then, like I said, the last one. You can get up to three points for this one. Hey, so, let's go. So, so anyone can come back. But like I also time said. Win. Time to win. Winning time. Put on the coffee. It's time to close. Always. It's a, it's a TNA impact question. Why? Fuck. There are three wrestlers that held the X Division Championship under two different gimmicks. Name the three wrestlers. Do you have to name both their gimmicks? Uh, if you can no, just give me the, wrestling. if you can just give me the wrestler name, <laughs> All right. it's fine. All right. Do we get double time? I think for this. No. Oh fuck off then. Only three. I usually give double time if it's like five or eight. Yeah, it's that bullshit. Just that bullshit. I, I just want to say that this is my bullshit. If I lose because of some fluke shit, this that bullshit. <laughs> All right, let's see that, Mansis. Uh, I was about to say, I already could tell that Mike's not confident in this uh, at I, all. I'm just going to be happy if I got two guys that were X Division champions. <laughs> well, they were guess. both X Division champions. I know these I'm, two I'm guys were. I know the all right, so I got what, one. what do you have there? You got move your you move your right hand. It. Move your right hand. There you go, brother. You got four All written right. down. You should only have. Yeah, you three. got four of them written down. You <laughs> <laughs> cheating well, some bitch. Well, well, only one of them is right anyway. Why do you have Jeff Honky? <laughs> Hardy, motherfucker. All right. Hardy. And then Dan has TJP, Daniels, and Kazarian. Tony, you have Eric Young, Loki, Ooh. and Petey oh, Williams. TJP was definitely one of them. Because he played TJP suicide. was one of them. Because he was suicide. Chris Daniels won one of them. Chris Daniels was the second one. Angel shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, in the, no. In the third no, one. No, 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 no. What? No, go ahead. The, the first one was Daniels because he, he took the role of suicide. Second was TJP and he switched it to Manic. Manic. And then the third one... Tony actually got right with Loki because this is when he went to Japan and he changed his name to Senshi. So he wrestled as Senshi when he won it again. Another victory for PC Tony. Why? How many did he get? I got two. I win. It's a lie. It's a lie. Take your Miller Lite. Suck it up your ass. Feels good I'm to win gonna, again. Oh God! Nobody wanted to challenge my and now y'all screw me out of victory this week. See how and see how y'all do the black man in America. I can't get my props for nothing. <laughs> fuck you all. Fuck you. Fuck you, Mike. You're cool. And fuck you, AJ. I'm out. My last call. For alcohol. Sweet.
you mean it's let's go? Oh, uh, that's a good half fake reference. That's a titty. Um, uh, what do you mean? What do I mean? It's last. Oh, it's the last thing we're going to talk about. True story here on the 300th edition of the DWI podcast. I want to thank every professional wrestler that's ever uh, given us the privilege to interview them. I want to thank Frankie DeFalco for giving us access to Bruce City Wrestling and being just awesome to us, knowing him for years. Big shout out to Bruce City Wrestling. Head on over to Bruce City Wrestling One. That's Bruce City Wrestling, the number one Bruce City Wrestling One. Dot com. That was like riding a bike. Mike, man. Oh, shout out to thechairshot.com as well. And uh, and and Greg DeMarco and uh, Dave Ungar, Kenny Killa, everybody else along the way. Mike, man. I taxed you with a what-if scenario in the world of professional wrestling. And what have you come up with? I, I've got an, an old guy reference here or question. Hopefully, hopefully everybody here is, is at least familiar enough with it. But what if Goldberg had kept his streak going? What if they just didn't have him lose the belt? Or, or even if you can hedge and say, what if they just didn't have him lose the belt in the manner that they did with that shitty cattle prod, you know, crap that they used? What if they just kept the title Sounds on like and you're kept using the cattle prod right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What if Goldberg? All right. So what what happens in your mind if Goldberg doesn't, uh, you know, you're the one who thought up with it. You got to go first. Well, I think it changes the course of WCW in a big way in that I don't think they go under like they do shortly thereafter. You can see the wheels are coming off the, the bus already at that point. So and that was just so shit booking. What? What if the end of Goldberg's title run in WCW was booked properly is basically the question we're asking here almost, eh? More or less, yeah. No, I agree with Mike. I think WCW would still be in business today if they would have just ran with Goldberg. It's similar to boxing. You know how the undercard in boxing is typically pretty shitty as opposed to the UFC, but it doesn't matter if you've got somebody huge on top. I, I think, yeah, I, I think like, that would have been enough to keep them around, and they might like still be in business. Crawford tonight? Is that tonight? I thought it was tomorrow. You talking about Crawford and Porter? That's tonight? Well, it depends on whether you're talking oh, about... Oh, because we're listening. Because they're listening. On Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's no big deal, Platt. But, yeah, exactly. Shut up. Exactly like that. We've all been there. I said what I said. Other people say words. Oh, God. Okay. If Goldberg. He's out. The problem is. Problem is. From my. My what if on that one is. It doesn't end with the. Scott Hall coming with a cattle prod. And Nash getting a pinfall. Wow. Does it, it end? It, it ends. The, well, not the same way it ended before. Or not before, but it doesn't end with the finger poke of doom, but it does end with Hogan getting everyone in the NWO back together to beat Goldberg down, and Hogan wins the belt regardless. We just don't have that eight-day crossover of Nash holding it. What year was that? He That was August of 97 that happened? What, the, the streak ending? I thought that was or, like 98. That, that, that was... More that 
That was Stark yeah, in 98. Yeah, you're, you're on yeah. track. Yes, it was that, December of 98, Sonny. What yeah, the hell are you talking this, about? That was Stark in 98. It started in August of 97. Sorry. The streak, right? Not the streak. Or, his title. He beat Hogan in August of 97, right? Or 98. He beat, he beat Hogan July of 98. Because okay. he dropped the United States title after that. Okay. So and then he had the match. Seven. Against Hugh Morris. Yes. Yeah. So Starcade '98 was him versus Nash. Nash with the Nash got Hall cattle prod one two three. Eight days later on January fourth, nineteen ninety nine, and if you're a WWF fan, you should know exactly what happened on that day because WCW kicked themselves in the nuts and shot themselves in the foot, saying Mick Foley was going to win the title. That same night, they decided to do a finger poke at Doom. So I think I think it still ends the same way where Hogan still comes out on top with the belt, it's, but it's not. We don't have the finger poke. We don't have the cattle prod that way. We have Hogan doing Hogan bullshit. It's funny everybody references and makes a big deal about WCW giving away the endings for WWE. Like they only started doing that because it was already over at that point. Like yeah. it put so much like on that 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 helped win the thing and and you and it, it gives Foley a moment in history which i love in addition to uh, him and edge at mania but that was they didn't they they only did that because they knew they already knew it was like they no, could have that's, that's 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 it didn't not matter it was that's, it might have no, been a little honey, that's better, not true but it was that's not true. at that point it was already inevitable it was that's not true because they started doing that shit true. when nitro first came on the air because raw used to tape like two or three shows at a time and it was taped and that's why they started giving away the uh the the uh finishes to the matches uh, so motherfuckers wouldn't turn to USA and keep it on TNT. They shot themselves in the foot with the Mick Foley thing, but no, that's that's how I started, man. That's how no, I started. No, no. Yeah. No, no. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. That's that's what Great. happened. Just want to show you something. It's a fact cuz oh boy. It's like what I'm saying here it's true. <laughs> no. No. It's not. It's not. And why and why oh, you t-shirts? Why are you promoting other people's T-shirts? Do you know nothing about marketing, sir? What are you talking about? You T-shirts to promote? Yes, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up an official chair shot T-shirt. But, okay, so let's let's say they run with Burke. I mean, they fucked the shit up totally. Number one, it started back in Starcade 97 when they didn't have Sting go over clean with Hogan. And then God. you could have... And then you could have spent the next 12 months building towards Sting versus Goldberg and have Goldberg ultimately pick up the title and then you're just off to the races. But let me throw, if they would have done it like that, let me throw three names out there that may have been the ones to finally unseat Goldberg at the top. First one, I'm, I'm going to say Booker T. Second one, he who shall not be named. I think we all know who I'm talking about. Mike, clue Mike in if you don't know who I'm talking about. And the third one. I'm pretty sure Mike knows he who shall not be named. Okay. Yeah, Hugh Morris, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. Badass! Scott Breaker. <laughs> Had they done it right, I'm saying, you know, because that was an opportunity to make a new star. And I, I just threw those names out there, but. 
I miss it's interesting because I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> about who would have been the one. I think that's the biggest oh, that's part the of this what if is who would have been, been it. That's the big question. I literally, I literally just gave y'all three names. What the fuck that's are you talking about? You see how they do me, Mike? You see how they do me, Mike? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is called uh, elucidating. <laughs> We're expanding. Like, We're expanding you on what you've like, said. <laughs> your name makes sense, but I'm over here sitting like, what about Lash LaRue and um... <laughs> Bjorn Borg? <laughs> that was a joke. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, Alex Wright. Fuck it, dude. Fuck <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> so You want Glacier to win the title? <laughs> It'll hey, 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 man. Blood runs cold. That shit was, that was gimmick was good. <laughs> I mean, he, he had a nice little streak going, too. Can y'all imagine if David Arquette would have beat Goldberg for the title? <laughs> I think that would have gotten more heat than what they did. Actually, they wanted to get heat. I'll give you the. I'll give you. I'll give you the answer to who should have beat Goldberg. It's Booker T. No. It's D. D. P. What was he going to do? What, concoct some type of formula as a scientist to knock Berg out before he even so got to the ring and would have won by default? so caught up in a heel conquering Goldberg and finding a heelish way to beat Goldberg. Why not put another face over with a face and do a WrestleMania 6 instead? Nobody thought of it. Uh, even though they did for Halloween Havoc that year where it was D, uh, Diamond Dallas Page versus Goldberg. Because yeah, that, that, that was the one that was cut short. Yeah, which and was he, probably Goldberg's best match up until he, that point. He, he, it might still be his best match ever. DDP beat Goldberg. Uh, DDP did not beat. We'll Goldberg. never know. Right, so he didn't do it. <sighs> Yo, it's me. It's me. It's DDP. Over there. I don't know. Are you here or there? No, no that's good. I'm... That's good. You did. You did. You had it right. Reverse it. There you go. Know. I'm nowhere on your on the screen I look at. So yeah, I'm John Cena on my screen. (laughs) Well, that's because you got to turn yourself into large grid mode. You get everybody. What's a large grid mode? Who's a large grid mode? Megs. All right, we gotta get out of here. It's been a fun 300th episode. Um, Yeah, thanks to everybody. I'm so glad we got the whole crew back here. How about last thoughts around the horn? On seven years of the DWI podcast, we'll start with AJ Balazs. I mean, drinking's what caused me to be on this in the first place with Platt and a little bit of the bubbly. So here's some more. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. El Queso Cabeza's gonna make a fucking run in here. Call an okay you guys shooting us. Right? You guys, you guys shooting a snuff film after this or something? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, feel, I, I feel like uh, Jay and Chris haven't known Mike Man a long time, but I feel like after this episode, they feel pretty comfortable with the mic. Oh, no, no, there you go. This is my kind of party oh, now. Oh, right? we got another one. It's, oh, it's hey. fucking. Uh, it's fucking going full eyes wide shut shut in this bitch with these masks over here. <laughs> Welcome to the TWI Podcast 300, brought to you by Stanley Kubrick from the Dead. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. 
<laughs> what, what was the password? Consiglio? Was that the password? The password. Nobody remembers. Okay, cool. I went too far. Too deep. Too deep of a cut. Okay, cool. Foreskin. Well, it's not foreskin. I don't remember what the password was there. Uh, I remember watching that movie. Though. Good movie, actually. Um, all right. Well, AJ is clearly out of words with the mask there. It doesn't look like he can talk. He's a luchador now, so clearly he's not allowed to talk on a wrestling podcast or during wrestling. Luchadors don't talk. Right, Vince? Uh, want, want. Chris? Luchadors don't wrestle either. Hey, man, all jokes aside, congratulations to you two guys, man, for 300. There's a lot of podcasts that don't make it that far, man, and it's just a testament to you all's consistency and excellence in terms of quality. On a personal note, you guys threw me a lifeline when I was... (laughs) I I was about to get, like, you know, I'm getting my feels here, man, but seriously, you guys threw me a lifeline when I was out the game, and I literally wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys, but fuck all that, man we're friends we're brothers i love both of you dearly thank you guys and you know if we don't ever make a dime off of this shit man just meeting you guys man and being able to call you guys my friends and my brothers man it was it that that made it all worth the while so salute to you all man i love you guys and here's to 300 more and maybe i don't get fired for the next 300 i got it talk to you after we're done today but uh yes love you too uh, it's really a testament to the family and the group of people that we have become comfortable with and talk to outside of this and things of that nature mike man how did it feel to come back today this was one hell of a good time i cannot believe you guys have been doing this shit this long And I can't believe you found two cool guys, too, to join you because this was as free-flowing and comfortable a conversation as I could have imagined. I had no expectations coming in here tonight. This was a blast. I will see you for episode 600. So a lot of shit going on. Oh, (laughs) God. Love it. Seven years later. Yeah, yeah. I just hope I'm still around, Mike. <laughs> Same in that case. Card subject to change, brother. We'll have flat six year old kid on here. You melon farmer motherfuckers. <laughs> Daddy, you made me miss my M M&M. and M. <laughs> I told you last week. I told you last week. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say that? I said that. Y'all never listen to me. Just your plat. Go ahead, you can say it. I can. Yeah, attitude, bitch. <laughs> DP, do you have any last thoughts today on the 300th episode of the DWI podcast? I got a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, reiterate the thanks and and everything to Mike Man for when we started this whole thing. You know, we we. we, we it wouldn't have been anything without uh, without you too. So so don't think about that. You know, I don't know how many episodes we ended up doing together, but uh, I think the year or so of preparation that we did to even start, <laughs> you know, That's how many true. episodes didn't get recorded of us just talking shit, trying to figure everything out too. Uh, you know, count those as well. Uh, and then, yeah, Chris and AJ. God, I don't know where we'd be without you guys, you know, so thank you so much. And 
and yeah, not not just podcast wise, but the friendships. You know, it, it's more about that how how the great friendships we've had. You know, and 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 gotten out of all of this, which is the the most important thing and kind of the awesome thing about doing these podcasts is that just the people you meet. You know, you you, you never know who you're gonna meet. Uh, we didn't know we were gonna be here at this point. You know, if we wouldn't. Uh, stumbled into talking to Kenny Killer or Big Dave or, you know, whatever. Who knows? You know? Uh, so, it's just awesome. The, the the cool people and the friends that we've gotten out of all this. and So, yeah. Absolutely. Cheers to everybody. For, the, for all of us, the regulars that come on the show, for sure. And then... That felt like a hit and dig at me. The regulars... <laughs> Oh, oh no! Started with talk. Re- I was about to say you are the re- you're the, you're the regular. You the OG man. That takes precedent over all. Yeah, you the OG. You're like truly on the rock schedule. Like you wrestle every you know you know three and a half four years. That's cool. No big deal. Get a haircut. Gonna go more piece. like Hogan and go. That doesn't work for me, brother. There you go. Hang on. Hang on. I got that. I got you covered. I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to bring back DWI after dark and throw in a intermittent episode here from the Bosch once in a while from me and the Mike Man. How about there that, Mike? I can, I can right. get behind that. So yeah, that's what. Yeah. That's what you need. All right. So, uh, yeah, three hundred episodes. Let me finish my show. Yeah, you're not done. I'm Sorry. not done. I know you did. I know you did a few shoutouts. I wanted to get them into. I want to say thanks to you. Uh, Somebody uh, warm up the the Grammy music. When the <laughs> right, I don't have it. <laughs> Somebody call my mama. The Tonight Show theme is this where I hit it? Did we play that? <laughs> no, just to you know, reiterate the Frankie DeFalco thanks and, and Bruce City Wrestling because man, again, we wouldn't have been anywhere without them too, and it's it's awesome. Any anytime we get a chance to talk to Frank and uh, and hang out with anybody from the BCW crew like Max Holiday. We've had him on the show a bunch of times too, so thanks to him. And Greg DeMarco for sure, because obviously the chair shot wouldn't have been born without without all of us, so there you go. Aesop Mitchell. Aesop's Cave Fables. Aesop's Cave Fables. I still got it sitting right here. I am the fabled one, Aesop Mitchell. <laughs> Welcome to the next chapter of Aesop's Cave Fables. Greetings and salutations, everyone. <laughs> Gimmick infringement. See how you see how they do black folks, Mike, when we come on the show, man. He stole my gimmick. They don't want to give me my props. They stole the title and trivia from me today. Nobody wanted to acknowledge that I won last week. Like, what? The, why do I come back here for this? Why? Well, they already Good said it. you love us. Good this same time. time. No, this, this time I'm gonna quit. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I, might get I, just, I just want to let you know you can't quit because you were just terminated before the segment. <laughs> you can't fire me. I quit. Please, I have a family. You can't quit me. I fired you. Aesop, <laughs> right, for finish sure. Finish your fucking Oscar speech. Fuck man. 300 episodes. I can yeah, take there, my time. I can take my time, some bitch. Aesop for sure, man. He's a lot of fun. Look at that guy, and ended up starting his own down the wire podcast here on, on Share Shot Radio. 
Beer City Bruiser as well. A couple episodes with him. Really good friend of the show. Um, you know, he's looking to start his own podcast. I gave him a shout out. Hope maybe he can, uh, maybe he'll join us as well here on Chair Shot Radio. I've asked him for like years. So. Thunder Rosa, uh, awesome friend of the show. Done a lot of good things. Love seeing her as NWA Women's Champion and then being an AEW now. Uh, it's just awesome to see her. Every, any chance we get to talk to her. My favorite episode of all time, uh, Jake the Snake. And Sin Bodie and D'Lo Brown, being able to talk to them was just fantastic. Even And more to the fact that, you know, thanks to my work, I got to go to Vegas shortly after we talked to them and actually got to go to the facility and see D'Lo Brown in person and chat with him was just badass. And that shit, that shit ain't going to happen unless we do what we do. Like, that's just, that's just the coolest thing, to see some of that stuff you watched when you were a kid or whatever teenager that you loved so much and enjoyed so much watching on television, then you get to meet them, and they're the coolest fucking people you can meet. That's just kick-ass, man. I, I don't know. I can't say much more about how awesome that is to do. And for a guy like me to be able to do that shit, that's awesome. You know, so... All that and everything. PC Tunny, I know you're going to hate it, but thank you so much. Because I wouldn't be doing this without PC Tunny. You want a high-five or what? No, okay. No, because okay. again, that shit that I did with actually going to that facility, that kind of stuff, and talking to people—I that sounds stupid, but talking to people, I don't like doing it. <laughs> I don't do it. I am an introvert. I have social anxiety. I don't like talking to people. But PC Tunny is who brings that out and brings out the side of me, and that's why he's my best friend, and that's why we do what we did, and. I wouldn't be here without that. And I wouldn't make awesome friends like Platt and AJ without them. So thanks for doing 300 episodes with me, brother. And it ain't stopping. The train's just starting, which is crazy. And bandwagon nerds and everything else we jump on and do is fucking crazy. So, like, that's it, man. Just thanks to everybody for for doing this shit, man. It's just cool. It's just so cool. I don't know I don't even know what else to, how else to describe it, but it's just fucking fun. <laughs> I, I got a really good way to sum this up. Everybody knows how I feel about them. How could you not? I tell you all all the time, whether it's bad or good, you'd know exactly where I stand. So I just want to thank one person. That's me. I'm fucking awesome. It's been 300 great episodes with myself. I knew Dan would appreciate this. And I'm <laughs> awesome! Oh. No, I love all you guys. It's been great. Uh, we're going to keep it going, but not next week. We're off next week, so maybe we'll put up an old episode. I'll Maybe, okay, hold on. Maybe I'll put up an old episode next week. Um, Dan likes that. I'm retired. Chris likes that. It was his suggestion. But we're going to come back with 301 and 302 in December, so we're going to have a little bit lighter schedule, but starting in January, we'll be right back every single week. So a little break for the holidays. Mike Mann. Whenever you're available, this is about the time we record every single Friday. Feel free. Jump on in with that hair. I know uh, another 300 episodes is a long way away, but I'm going to hold you to that as well. It's going to be a lot of DP, hair. Yeah, who knows what it'll look <laughs> it's like be by longer then. longer by then. I'll call you uh, Mr. Rapunzel. Uh, DP, you know where it's at. The best uh, uh, wrestling uh, figure collection in the background of a podcast You've been nominated for that. 
Christopher Platt, I am so looking forward to your adventure in life, and we've already talked about it. Uh, can't wait to be any kind of sliver uh, part of that with you and Kriba. And AJ, you know I love you, brother. So glad you're on this show. I'm jealous of your hair, and uh, you look good with that WWE title. So that being said, I want to let everybody know that they've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D-W-I. I even found the music in proper timing this week. Good for you. It's the only fucking job you got. <laughs> Did what job? And you fuck it up. <laughs> Since we're not going to be on the air next week, I just want to wish everybody a thank- happy Thanksgiving. And this is my annual public service announcement to remind you all, whatever you do, do not put eggs in the macaroni and cheese. Don't be that asshole. It's macaroni and it's cheese. It doesn't need your help. You don't need no extras. No bacon bits, no crumbs, and especially no goddamn eggs. Let the macaroni and cheese be the macaroni and cheese. Thank you. Three more minutes. Round the horn. Where are you going? What you taking? Got to play it. I'm not going. I'm going to breakfast, and that's it. And then I'm going to go home and watch football the rest of the day and drink fucking beer by myself. It's going to be the greatest Thanksgiving ever. AJ, where are you going? What you taking? I'm going to go over uh, Aaron's aunt's house. She's going to make food. She does really excellent food over there. And we're bringing some alcohol because that's what we do best. Hey, Chris. I'm at the crib, man. I went and got my Popeye's turkey a few uh, weeks ago. I'm, I'm going to try that out of curiosity. Shout out to the homeless guy that I bought a whole family meal for because he asked. And everybody eats beef, so I had to provide. And, yeah, it's just going to be Amber and I, man, at the crib, man, and just hanging out eating, watching football, passing out, waking up, eating, and watching some more football. Sounds horrible. DP? A- and Peanut, baby cramper. She just yelled. Oh, yeah. Cramper. You guys, three of you. Three <laughs> yeah. Counts. What's up, Kriba? Kriba Las Vegas. Kriba! The Dillinator picked DP. up our tur- picked up the turkey yesterday. Got one hell of a deal. We got oh. a... What's that? Did she put it down? I don't know. Probably checked. No, she, really no, 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 no. She's yeah. putting it down She's later still on this evening. She's putting amazing. it down. Right. Oh, like, shit. Oh, yeah. She oh. put it all down later tonight because yeah. they both been drinking. Ain't nothing like sloppy drunk sex with your significant other, man. That's one hell of a trip to fan. It almost takes uh, you back to the beginning. We got a, we got a 14 pound turkey for four bucks. It was badass. Wow. So yeah. Weird. That was a hell of a deal she found over there at the Sussex. Uh, I hate uh, to break it to you, but that's not a turkey. <laughs> I don't care. That's a, uh, Everybody's going to eat it. Full erky. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. Right. A furky? So we're going over We're going over to the parents' house. Uh, we got all the family coming over. We're doing. I'm doing the turkey, as I do every year. Smoked turkey. All the fixings over there at the parents' house over there in Greenfield near PC Tunney and Mike Mann. 
So we'll see what's going on Thursday night, maybe. No, we'll see. Michael? Um, as usual, got family coming over to the house. So it'll be like my dad, in-laws, sister-in-law, her boyfriend, bunch of kids running around. Be throwing a turkey on the rotisserie. Not smoking. Never tried a smoking one, but I've been rotisserieing one for about a decade now, and I absolutely love it. Actually, those uh, menthol smoking turkeys are the ones you want to try. Unfiltered. <laughs> no, you got to get that filter. No, 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 no. You got to have a filter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at least it act like you want to live. <laughs> I say live how you want to live, here, baby. I'm dumb. Like is that Chuck Berry? Live how you want to live, man. And here's the point of the show where I yell at the listeners. You've already gotten more than you deserve. Have a happy holidays. We'll see you the first week of December. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.